0: Well, once again, we are back here at Bearded Wisdom, and I want to welcome you. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and serving as your auto mechanic here to help you bring the vehicle that is your, well, that is you, making sure that you are fine-tuned in all five gears of your life. And I guess we must include reverse in there, too. So six gears. This is the show to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you. But before we start the engine of your life, I want to make sure that you know where you can find all of our social media channels. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find me at epicfusion.life. At TikTok and YouTube, you can find me at beardedwisdom. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. we are shifting through all of the gears, kind of fine-tuning yourself and those gears into a healthy way of expression, of of truly removing all the grinding of gears that can happen so often in our life. So I got to ask you, when we look at our life and we think about the stress that is involved and, and now that we've been through the gears and you can kind of sense a little bit about how this idea of the gears that we operate within in our day-to-day life, the five gears plus reverse, alongside the idea of a true car and the the stress that comes when we are struggling to hit each one of the gear slots as we're moving up and down. I don't know if it's called gear slots, guys. That you know, as an auto mechanic, you're you're by the way, if it's a real car, we're all in we're all in deep trouble if I'm your auto mechanic. But that said. Today, this is my space. Like This is all about something entirely different. And as we are shifting the gears, we really want to fine-tune our ability to transfer in between each gear, making a smooth transition so that we're not constantly grinding those gears. So what does it look like to get healthy And when it comes to the five gears? You see, our tendency is always to lean most heavily on our preferred gears when we are, well, struggling. When that stress hits us, we tend to go to what is easy. So for me... A lot of times that for me is going into fifth gear where I am just completely hyper-focused. I just, I hunker down and I'm so focused in that particular gear. And, and it's, it's incredibly unnerving to go down that path because I will crash, literally crash the next day and not even be able to do first gear. I mean, it, it's just like, I'll just have to sleep it off completely. I know that is first gear, but it's it just, it's slow. So what we're hoping for is that you're going to be able to see as we move forward a simple diagnostic that allows you to assess how healthy or unhealthy your current behaviors are. And we will then offer a list of ways in which you can return back to health. So I want you to look at the gear you selected as number one in your gear order. And it's also helping understand that this is what you are really struggling with. And we want to make sure that you understand what it is and where we need to be focused in as we start this process of getting healthy. So what do you think is causing you to overwork and how do you think it impacts those closest to you? Well, if you remember, the fifth gear is the focus mode. This is that in the zone, speed and efficiency maximize. We are truly extremely productive, cranking it out, hyper focused. time is flying by, there's no interruptions. And so I wonder, How do we begin to get healthy in this? Well, here is where I believe health starts. You start by knowing it is important to master your settings by starting to schedule first, second, and third gear moments in your overworked life. If you are a fifth gear junkie, you've got to begin to understand more about first, second, and third gear. you got to let the people know when you're going to be in fifth gear and put a time frame on it with strong accountability. And truly, I would say accounting. I I don't love the idea of other people being the ones who are holding you responsible, but rather you being the one who is willing to be confessional and hold yourself to, to an accounting of your time with those that you have agreed to be there for you during that time. And then teach them the sign language so they can help you know by knowing when it is time to shift gears. I want you to think about what you want people in your life to say about you and adjust your schedule accordingly schedule a vacation with those you love the most turn off all your electronics for at least 48 hours if you can I mean literally just put it away lock it away put it in that wonderful safe in the in the hotel room and see what happens use triggers and markers to help you shift to appropriate gears and practice that daily and what do I mean by that this is a really really great great tool and what that what that can look like for you is that on your way home you are if you're on the if you tend to get on the phone on a business call, and there's that gas station that's like two blocks down the road, when you hit that gas station, that's when you know you're starting to turn it off. That's your trigger to turn off work mode, say goodbye, hang up the phone, and start getting into second gear so that you can connect with your family in a way that is meaningful and powerful. This is the kind of thing we're talking about. So this is what your your fifth gear challenge is today. Schedule fifth gear times for an entire month of your calendar and practice entering in and shifting out intentionally of fifth gear. And I'm curious, as we move into this next one, I wonder, you know, we're moving into fourth gear and I, and I wonder why do you find it hard to stay present with those that you care most about when you're when you're operating in the fourth gear mode? And remember, this is that multitasking, consistently reactive, spinning many plates, the open door policy, come one, come all, interrupt all day, and yet I won't pay attention to you either kind of moment. And I wonder, how do we get healthy in a fourth-geared mentality? Well, we can replace our email in the morning with something more inspirational. Whatever helps can truly make you come alive. I love this process of Lectio Divina where I read different passages from different spiritual traditions, and I just let it wash over me. I read a small section, and I just let it wash over me for after reading it two or three times, and I meditate and pray around it. You can be proactive, not reactive. Don't let someone else define your day in an email or a phone call. Take control of your life. Create those boundaries. The more that you will do that and seg- segment your days in such a way that they know that you are only here for these particular timeframes, you you, they will begin to stop sending you emails in and outside of that time frame or sending you texts or phone calls. When you don't answer after five, they're not going to call you. Schedule second year. Discipline yourself by turning your phone off or leaving it behind. Teach your family the five gears sign language so they can help you. The sign language again, once again, is five, four, three, two, one. That's your sign language. I mean, you can you can come up with other things, I suppose, but I think it's really powerful if you can teach their family the five gears and they get it begins to be language around the house. Use boundaries, scheduling, trigger points, and markers to help you make good transitions. Once again, put fourth gear on that on on the bill station so that you know that this is the time where you're gonna be multitasking, jumping from bill to bill, answering phone calls, scheduling, checking online for the bill. I mean, it's gonna be, put a fourth gear sign on the back of your computer if that's it, that's your job when you're at home. If you're at the, wor- at the office, if you're at the work, yeah, that works too. If you're at the office, make sure you do that. So the challenge is avoid email before breakfast for one month, just one month. Replace it with something that inspires you and charges you for the day. And I would even take it to the to the next degree, and I would say, do it for a month, and then if you stop doing it, track what it's like not being involved, starting your day off in that first, second gear, third gear mode. So, now, moving into third gear, what's keeping you from connecting socially or going deeper with other people? This is that what's what's keeping you from dinner parties, drink drinks after work, church foyer, golf course. That that this is that essence of time where you get to create that overlap in your life that is the easy up into fourth and fifth gear with those that you work with or the down gear into second and first with your family. This is that overlap where it kind of blends the worlds in many ways and allows you to create that space where your personal life starts to over, overlap into your professional life. We're not talking about blending work and family. and all. I mean, there may be something that we could talk about there, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about creating a playtime that allows you to begin to connect at a deeper level, get to know others that you work with. That is an important key in allowing you to have a stronger influence in their life. And with stronger influence comes greater impact. And that can reciprocate back and forth with with, with you and through others throughout the office and at home. You can do the same thing because you you can pull and draw your kids up to come to the office. I mean, my daughter works with me right now. That's not exactly a third gear move. But because of the fact that I integrated so well, so much of our, my family time with my business, and there was this overlap of how they understood they, my relationship with people I worked with and my, my professional life versus my person, it was such an easy transition for her to say, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Now, I, you may ask her that and she may say something different. So what does it look like to get healthy in third gear? Well, it looks like scheduling time for personal recharge. Learn to be all right on your own. I think that's a really, really key component of this. Like like many of us who are very outgoing, extroverted type folks, we struggle with being all right on our own. The introvert, not so much. But it is such a good practice for us to begin to explore what that looks like. Practice fifth gear time and put it in your schedule. Utilize discretion and discipline in how you communicate with others. That's those boundaries that we talked about. Practice second gear conversations in a third gear environment. Oh, wow. That's a deep one. Like asking questions that take you into the level of more intimate relationships with someone. Hey, tell me what's going on in your marriage. How is that going? Hey, I'm just curious about like, like, when did you guys meet? Hey, I'd love to know like the story of your, of of how you're your first kid, not not, that'd be kind of awkward to say how your kid came about <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. No, but to ask, ask questions and be involved and engaged in, in, in their kid and who they are and what their life is like and as parents. And this can be a really strong place to begin to establish a deeper relationship so that when you go into second gear, it, there, you, you get past all a lot of that awkwardness. Commit to deepening at least one key friendship in your life. So here's the third gear challenge. Choose three relationships in your life that you want to deepen and create a plan to make sure it happens. What does a plan look like for that? I have a buddy. When we first got to know each other, it was a professional relationship and I was in real estate. He was a, a title agent and he would, I mean, he, he wanted to earn my business, but it led down a path of, we started playing golf together and then our family, he came over and cooked dinner for us one night. He's an amazing chef and we got to dig into that. Well, creating a path of overlap for myself, recognizing and and getting to know people just well enough in that third gear mode to be able to say, oh, you enjoy that, will lead the opportunities to enter into second gear type relationships with these folks. So do this, create a plan of attack for your third gear challenge, I mean, your third gear relationships and connections. This is an important part of our moving forward and gaining ground on our ability to manage our connections and still be in a productive mode of life. And so tomorrow we will continue this shifting of the gears through second, first, and reverse. And, and yet I wanna make sure that you guys take some time today to really kind of analyze, dig in deep, look deeper than yourself to see what your fifth gear, fourth gear, and your third gear tendencies are, because it'll be a good transition for you as we move into the second, third, second, first, and reverse gears tomorrow. So look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Take a quick second, just a second, and spend some time digging into those tendencies. And I look forward to really that deeper discovery of yourself as we learn how to connect with others while staying productive in our world. Peace to you for now. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. If you got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this, please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.